um, this is going to be shown, I think it's going to be the first video I'm going to be showing on Daily Motion as well. So if you're joining me on there, uh, welcome and uh, please subscribe to get more uh, videos from me about mental health and other things in the future. Thank you for joining me. Um, today I'm going to be talking about um, people's perception of mental health and of phobias in particular. Um, phobias are not very nice things to deal with and can be very uh, distressing for the person involved. Now the problem that um, that I've had in the past and I know a lot of people with, with phobias have had in the past is a, um, a lack of understanding about how it affects them and uh, and I have a, a classic case in point that I want to talk about uh, in today's um, episode and one of those things is I myself I suffer from emetophobia which is um, a fear of vomiting now when when you talk to people even people who have phobias themselves um, if you talk to them and you say to them yes I have this fear it's a fear of vomiting one of the first things that you'll hear them say is well nobody likes that do they I mean no one really understands that nobody really wants to be sick do they of course they don't I'm not saying anybody does I'm not saying anyone loves it but if you have a phobia it can be ten times worse than any um, just not liking it for example um, and how I've been thinking about it and how to try and explain it is um, if you have a if you can imagine you have a phobia of something else let's say example for example you have a phobia of spiders now a lot of people have a phobia of spiders um, and uh, of course I'm not belittling anyone who has a phobia a spider a phobia of spiders is a very common phobia and I can understand exactly why people would, would, would feel fear for those sort of um, creatures um, they've never really bothered me to that extent myself um, I certainly don't have a phobia of them um, but my, my aunt had a phobia of spiders and a real phobia um, to the extent where on one particular occasion um, when I used to live when I was younger with my parents um, we had a conservatory out the back of the house which was an old wooden type of conservatory and there are some tea chests there which are like wooden boxes that used to store things in and spread across one of those tea chests was a cobweb with a spider now it wasn't um, it wasn't your usual, it wasn't like a tarantula or some kind of exotic spider, it was just a general house spider. And um, and these uh, this, this little spider set up home in the conservatory. And it never really bothered me, I was quite happy for it to be there. And so uh, we kind of just left it alone. And then eventually I started to feed it with dead flies, or flies that had recently died in the conservatory. I plopped them on the, um, on the web, the spider would run out, grab it and run back in again. I found it really fascinating. I quite enjoyed doing it, to be honest. Um, and my aunt used to come round to the house. She never ran, went into the conservatory, to be honest, but she did come round to the house quite often. And on one occasion, I can't remember why, but um, it came out that we had this spider in the conservatory and that I'd been feeding it flies for a while. Um, to which she announced that she was never going to come in the house again until that spider had gone. Um, and it was a real, genuine fear. I mean, she had a a terror of she was terrified of spiders and um being a kid at that age i didn't really understand what it meant but um so if you can imagine for example if you have that kind of phobia of spiders try to imagine how you would transfer that phobia to other things so for example someone some people have a fear of crowds and crowded spaces crowded people um 
So if you can imagine how you feel when you see a spider, you have a phobia of them, and how it makes you feel, what, what happens to you physically, as well as um, mentally. And if you can put yourself into that position and transfer it into, say, a crowd full of people, um, or a crowded room, crowded bus, things like that, and you transfer your feelings for that phobia of spiders into the phobia of um, of being surrounded by people, so you almost like you feel like you're surrounded by spiders. It's that kind of uh, that kind of feeling. It is irrational. Everyone with a phobia would tell you that it's irrational. But it is a very difficult thing to deal with, and uh, if you have a phobia, there there are things that you can try to do to get yourself over there. Uh, exposure therapy, um, I know, has been very popular in the past and can work a lot, uh, can do a lot of good for people. Um, but it's one of those things where you know a lot of people who have phobias, even people who have phobias of other things, don't always understand what it means to have a phobia of something else, and and so. If you're in that situation and you, you know you learn that someone has a phobia or something that you don't quite understand, try to put yourself in in the position where if it was your phobia, and you would transfer your feelings uh, in, into that phobia. Um, sorry, my phone rang there for a minute, so apologise for the break of the podcast there. Hopefully, we can um, we can deal with these things together. You know, all we need is a little bit of understanding about each other's phobias and about each other's mental health issues and hopefully with more awareness and with more um, developing of the, the the framework of, of how we deal with these things we can understand how other people are feeling. It's very important because in the same situation if it turns around and you you know you're in their position you may not understand what um, what they're experiencing as a phobia, unless you understand the feelings and you understand how terrifying it can be and how scary it can be, but you might not necessarily understand the whole point of it, and you don't need to. You don't need to go into their shoes completely, as long as you have an understanding of what they are experiencing and some sympathy and some um, empathy. Then that's really all you need to have. And, and you know, if we can get these things working together, then I'm sure we can. Uh, we can encourage each other and support each other in a way that will be beneficial to everybody and this is well that's about what i want to talk about today about how how we can have some empathy for other people's phobias i hope that um i hope that you can take this on board and anyone who is in a similar situation if you've had any experiences with this yourself please let me know in the comments um if there's any experiences you want me to mention on the next podcast let me know please follow the channel you're on daily motion if you're watching it here or if you're listening to this as a podcast, please follow along. I'll be uh, uploading new podcasts every day um, on various topics to do with mental health. Um, so please, please follow along and join me for the next episode. Thank you very much. Goodbye.